Hello, my friends, and welcome to the coffee capital of the world, the Harland Highway. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that meant. Um, welcome to the Harland Highway, folks. Uh, my name is Harland Williams. I am your chauffeur, if you will. Uh, and today we are talking about all kinds of things. We're going to talk about feng shuiing. Have you ever feng shuied your house or your environment or your face? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what I call a magnet driver. Okay, you ever been with a driver and they just seem to be a magnet for everything that's going wrong on the road and you don't know whether to tell them to go this way or that way? We're going to get into that. Um... Unfortunately, that stupid, annoying kid Timmy is here because it's summer. He's going to be doing some summer campfire songs. Idiot. Not looking forward to that. Um, and then a little problem with me. Let's just say I ran into a little fertility problem. Uh, we'll get into that. I, I don't want to talk about it too much. I'm a little uncomfortable. A little uh, awkward. And then uh, right at the end of the show, we're going to talk about nap time. We're going to help you transition into sleepy time. But not yet. We're just getting going right here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was he a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey, 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 it's Harland Williams, and you're on the Harland Highway, and I hope you're having a great day, because I know I... Hold on, there's someone at the door. Hello? Hi, can I come in? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, okay, um, let me remind you. Hi, this is Sexy Sarah. Uh, Sarah, yes, yes, you phoned my house the other night, right? Yeah, I phoned your house. Yeah, yeah, wow. Let me, let me, let me remind you, about one month ago, you called me, it was about two o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay, kind of. You were lonely you were, remember? Yeah, I think I'd been drinking a bit that night. Yeah, okay, you know what, I don't care what you'd been doing. But you have uh, a responsibility now. Excuse me? Yes, you do. Y you don't look okay. uh, anything like how you sounded, by the way. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Well, you're just uh, heavier than... Okay, well, maybe I'm heavy for a reason. Uh, what are you talking about? Okay, I missed my period this month, okay? You're the only one I spoke to that night. Are you saying I think... you're pregnant? <laughs> uh, duh. Well, wait a minute, that wasn't me. I use a cell phone. Okay. You know, cell phone, home phone, I don't really care. Ugh. I'm pregnant and it's your fault. How could it couldn't have been my fault? Okay, um hmm. Were you satisfied that night? 
Yeah. Okay, very satisfied, right? If I remember? Yeah. Okay. Did you use a condom? Uh, on my phone? You know what? No, I didn't. Okay, and now I'm uh. pregnant. It's your fault. Oh, my God. You have to own up to the responsibility. You make a phone call like that, you have to pay for the consequences. Look, it was phone sex. I was a little drunk. Yes, I was a little lonely. What are you talking okay, about? Are you okay? I was completely sober, and I was still willing to do it with you over the phone, and I'm <sighs> pregnant now because of you. Folks, we got to take a break here. You know what, Sally? Uh, if you could just... Sarah. Sarah. Sexy Sarah. Sexy Sarah. Look, could I, can I call you? Oh, yeah, right. Like, I'm going to let that happen again. Okay, I've got to take a break, folks. I got a bit of a problem on my hand. Uh, This is the Harland Highway. We'll we'll be back. What's your number again? 785-ORAL. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to be a father. Harland Williams. Wow. Don't you hate it when accidents happen like that? Sex accidents. Damn. And speaking of accidents, how about this? I saw an accident the other day. I saw a hit and run. How about that? I'm sitting in a uh, in a window at a, like a little fast food restaurant joint. And outside the window is the road. And there's a big fat sidewalk. And it was a beautiful sunny day. And uh, we're all just sitting in the restaurant. And most of the table's, like, face looking out onto the street. And all of a sudden, a body comes flying through the air and lands on the sidewalk. Yeah! Right? And we're all like, what the? Everyone jumped up out of their seat and ran out the door. And this this kid, this kid, he must have been 22, 23 years old. He, He got hit by a car on his bike right in front of all of us. And I guess he wasn't hurt. He just jumped up and he pulled his helmet off and he ran towards the car and he threw his helmet with all his force. He like windmilled the helmet, his biking helmet, and just smashed it off the front glass of the uh, the car window, right? And he was just enraged and everyone's just like, what the hell is going on? And then the guy had the wherewithal to pull out his cell phone and he started, like, taking pictures of this guy's license plate on the front grill. Well, the guy in the silver Mercedes, yeah, that's right. It looked like a pretty new silver Mercedes. was like, well, I'm not having any of this. And he starts moving forward. And he starts, like, kind of pushing the kid. And the kid's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The kid puts his hands on the hood. He's like, you're not going anywhere. And the guy in the car goes, yeah, I'm bigger than you. And he keeps rolling. And he pushes the kid to the side, and the kid's grabbing the side of the car, and the car takes off. It was like a hit and run. And we were all just like, what the hell? Everyone, People started running down the street trying to catch the car, and some guy in his pickup truck who had pulled over went wailing after this, this mystery car. And here's this kid standing there. Um, you know, scratching his ass and going, what the hell happened? And we're all like, what the hell is wrong with people? It was, it was bizarre. It was a bizarre thing to watch. It was unsettling. First of all, it was unsettling to see a human being launched into the air after getting hit by a car. Okay. That was terrifying. 
And then I got to say, it was a little disturbing to see the kid get up and just be so full of rage and take his helmet off and just like wail it at this guy's window. I can understand the anger and and the hurt and the confusion, but to suddenly fly into a kind of a violent rage. The guy looked really angry and upset, which is natural, but I don't know. It seemed a bit excessive. It's like you'd think a guy would get up and check his body and make sure he wasn't bleeding or broken, but this guy just right up off the ground, ripped off the helmet like a primal caveman. And so then it got even more disturbing when the driver not only took off, but he kind of, it almost looked like he was trying to run the kid over when the kid put himself between the car and the road. And the kid literally had to like jump out of the way, jump to the side to avoid being like crushed. And I go, wow, this guy's in trouble because there was like, you know, 20 witnesses. We all saw it. We all, people got the license plate. It was nutty. And then the only thing I could say, I thought if they ever catch this guy and it goes to court, the only thing maybe he could argue is that he feared for his life. And let me explain. You know, this kid came at him, the, the kid that was hit came at him with such a, such violence and such rage and such anger that I wonder if a court of law could, could uh, conclude that the driver who hit him was now fearing for his own safety because the kid who got hit was so out of control. Like, he literally flew into a fit of rage. It was kind of almost like, you know, this isn't real, but you're almost like, chill out, kid. Maybe you do need to get hit by a car. Maybe someone better take you out. Obviously, you're a loose handle. You're ready to blow, kid. Okay, not really, but, you know, I can see... Put yourself in the driver's situation. You know, your your first instinct would probably be, oh, my God, I just hit someone. I better jump out and see how they are. But imagine if you're the one who accidentally hit a kid, and before you can even unbuckle your seatbelt, through your front window, you see this raging face all crinkled up and rage and red and throwing something at your window. You might go, wait a minute. I could be stepping out into a dangerous snare. This guy's clearly uh, lost his composure. He's clearly being violent and aggressive. I better get out of here. Now, I can see that being the defense because you know how it is in America. Any loophole you can find, any excuse to not uh, claim responsibility. Oh, yeah, there's lawyers out there that will help you through the magic portal. Oh, uh, Your Honor, my client was uh, in, in extreme danger. I mean, after he smashed that kid on his bicycle with his Mercedes, he was sitting there in his electronically heated bucket leather seats listening to Yanni on his Dolby 14-speaker system from his air-conditioned car. Okay. Reclining seats. And here comes this maniac. I mean, just a maniac rushing the car with a helmet in his hand, Your Honor. The mental anguish, the stress, the the scratch on my client's car window. I mean, it's enough to put someone into a sanitarium, Your Honor. And therefore, we are suing 
the individual that we struck with our car for mental anguish, damage to personal property, and assault and battery. <laughs> you know, you know how they'll turn it around, right? Suddenly the victim is the bad guy. Yeah, that's the way it works, man. So anyways, I'm just relaying a, an incident that I saw that was kind of shocking, kind of startling, and really wrecked my lunch, okay? That's what I'm getting. How dare they interfere with my lunch hour? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But scary stuff. But you know what? Words to the wise. You know, I always say try and let uh, cool heads prevail. And look, I've never I, actually I was hit on a bike once by a car. Not as dramatically, but I won't get into that story. But, you know, you got to figure if you fly out onto the ground, act like the victim. Lay there writhing around. Oh, my back, my ribs. Oh, 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 ow, my $200 thousand lawsuit. Oh, what? What did he say? I think he said his ribs. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. I didn't say my half million dollar lawsuit, did I? Oh, it hurts my new mansion that I'm going to buy with this accident that just occurred. Oh, yeah, just lay there and be the victim, man. You know, if if you pop up from the moment you're hit by a car and within a second you're up and you're physical and you're swinging and you're, you know, that th- there's no way you could ever claim you got hurt. There's no way you could ever uh, win a lawsuit. Anyways, be careful out there. I did a whole bit about this, I think, uh, you know, a month ago. I did a whole bit about, I called them roadrunners, people who ride their bikes out on the street you know, pushing the envelope, pushing fate, tempting fate. And, uh, you know, as fate would have it, like a month after I did that bit, talking about how people get hit by cars all the time, people are killed every year because they want to ride their bike, they want to share the streets with vehicles. And you got people on cell phones and texting and drinking and just bad drivers. And you want to share the road with giant blobs of steel moving at over 50, 60 miles an hour. Hey, you know, what are you going to do? Be careful. Everybody just needs to calm down, take a deep breath, relax. Everyone just feng shui, man. Feng shui. Hey, 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 it's Harlan Williams here on the Harlan Highway, and it rhymes with Feng Shui, Highway, Feng Shui. I do not want to hear about another person Feng Shuiing their house. Feng Shui you, buddy, okay, yeah, right here, Feng Shui you. What is wrong with these people that think, uh, oh, if I put the couch here and I put the coffee table here and I hang this picture perpendicular to the fireplace and I put the fruit bowl here and the ottoman here, the energy will flow through my house like some kind of cosmic laser beam. Hooray! The energy has been channeled. This house has been cleansed. All right, you want to feng shui yourself? Go get an enema and cleanse yourself because you're sounding like a real dillweed. I mean, uh, if this stuff was true, how does anyone walk through Ikea, man? 
I can't make it to the bunk bed section. The energy's too strong. Somebody turn the bunk beds the other way. I don't know if I can make it to the rocking chair. Hurry, someone feng shui Ikea. Come on, man. Screw your feng shui, huh? Look at the energy coming off my middle finger. There you go. Feng shui you. Okay, okay, that wasn't nice. That was, I didn't mean to feng shui you. Okay? Sorry. Um, speaking of uh, bad, like, timing and karma and, and flow, if you will, have you ever been driving with someone and they just don't get it? The traffic has a flow? Right? Like, let's say you're on a busy city street, and there's three lanes, okay, and they're all going one way, and there's three lanes coming the other way, and the person you're driving with, every time you look up, they just happen to be in the lane that's at a standstill, or they're sitting in the lane where the cars are backed up like 25 deep, and on each lane to the right or the left, they're only backed up like three deep. And you're just sitting there and you're like, okay, he, he doesn't notice. It's, that's okay, just one thing, you know. It, he'll figure it out. And then you keep driving and you get to the next light. And, you know, there's a cement mixer, a, a logging truck, and a dump truck in one lane. And there's a smart car in the other lane and a leaf in the other lane. And your guy pulls in right behind the convoy. And, you know, what could be slower than those three trucks? And so you're like, okay, okay, I'm not going to say anything. Just maybe we've been talking. That's what I've been distracting him. Okay. So then you keep going down the road and all of a sudden there's like a, uh, one of those construction zones where they taper the lanes like, Three lanes taper into two, and then two lanes taper into one, and everything's backed up. And if you were to just look ahead, you could see that if you stayed in the the left lane that tapers to the right, you could probably get ahead about, you know, 100 yards. But you get the guy who stays in the lane that lets everyone else go in. And as, as thousands and thousands of cars motor by, you finally get through, right? Or you're driving down the road, you keep going, and you still haven't said anything, and your guy finally moves over to the right lane, but the right lane is the lane where all the cars can make the turn into the mini malls. So the other two lanes to the left are just flying, and you're stopping every 14 seconds while the cars move into the mini malls. And finally, you're just like, guy, guy, come on. This happened to me. I, I had to tell the guy. He know, He's probably listening right now. He knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, and he knows, he knows I said something to him. And I was laughing, but I was like, you know, I'm an aggressive driver, okay? I'm a guy that looks for openings. It's like a video game to me. When I drive, I look about, you know, 50 yards ahead and I go okay truck up on the right ambulance on the left long line in the thing I can see a wheelchair sticker in that car window I can see an old lady's like white hair sticking out with the sun shining through it I can see a silhouette of that 
I can see up ahead there's some orange cones, dot, dot, dot. I process it all, and I just maneuver. And at the end of the day, does it get me anywhere faster? I don't know. Maybe, probably. I think it does a little. But it's just the annoyance of sitting still and backing up and this and that. And by the way, I think you're more likely to get in an accident when you get involved in all that stuff because there's more starting and stopping. There's more, there's more dysfunctional traffic. There's more lack of rhythm where I think the opportunity opens up for you to get in an accident, right? So then we finally get out on the highway, and lo and behold, everything's moving, but there's one car that's just poking along, and guess who's in behind it? We are. <laughs> And I said, I said, guy, do you think maybe you should go around this? <laughs> and you don't want to say anything. You don't want to be like a Sunday driver. But my God, I just don't have the patience for it. I'm like churning inside. And I got nowhere special to be. I got nowhere uh, I got to be. There's no fire. But I just can't stand being the victim of other people's crappy driving. And I don't mean the guy I'm driving with. I mean the people... That's all around us, and the guy I'm driving with somehow happens to be a magnet. If there's anyone with a flat tire or a, a broken light or taking a long turn or this, or the, anything that can slow you down, this person's a magnet for that lane. And it just drives you nuts. Um, but I made it. I'm alive. We got there, and I made it back. But I couldn't keep my big mouth shut. And that's just the way I roll down the Harlan Highway. And now that I told you what annoyed me, here's something else that's going to annoy me, and probably you too. Do we have to do this, Roger? I know it's summertime, but do we have to keep having your friggin' nephew in here? All right, send him in. God, here we go. We got this. It's the warm weather. It's summer. And we got to have my producer's nephew in here, Timmy. God, send it. Bring him in. Get him in. Hello, Timmy. Hi, how are you? Oh, I've been much better, Timmy. Why's that? Because you weren't here. Up yours. All right, don't start with the sweet talk, okay? It ain't so sweet. What's sweet about up yours? Luck. What are you, are you singing your dopey campfire songs or what? You know I am. Why do you think I'm in here? Okay, well, how many are you doing this time? Three. Oh, great. I always do three. Well, hurry up and get them over with. Stupidest things I've ever heard. You're not even a good singer. Shut your grease. Shut my grease. What does that even mean? I don't know. You look greasy to me. Hurry up and play. All right. Oh, the big pine trees, the big pine trees, whistling in the wind. Oh, ho, ho, hey, hey, hey. A big pine tree and a big glass of rum. That's it? Yeah. A big pine tree and a big glass of rum. Yeah. That's a campfire song. It sure is. Good Lord, kid. The Lord ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. 
Hurry up and do the next one and move on. Take it easy. Don't tell me to take it easy in my own studio. Well, how about up yours? Sing. Crabby old bastard, aren't you? Just sing your dopey songs. What's the next one called? It's called I Built a Log Cabin by the Lakeside. All right, do it. Quit pushing me, ass. Do it. I built a log cabin by the lakeside. A log cabin by the lake. I like to look at the lake from my log cabin on the lakes. Cut it out. I wasn't finished. Yeah, you're done. Anyone ever tell you your voice sucks, kid? Kind of like your breath. Just... What? Just finish. God, you make me sick. Kind of like your breath? Finish up. What's your next campfire song and get out? Crabby old bitch. Stop it. Let me do one last one. Right, do it. Hurry up. Oh! Rock me, Amadeus! Amadeus! Rock me, Amadeus! Amadeus! Rock me, Amadeus! Amadeus! Rock me, Amadeus! Stop it! What? Are you serious? What? You're going to tell me Rock Me, Amadeus is a campfire song. What are you, a lawyer? You're, are you going to tell me it's not? Yeah, I am. Wonder Bar, Sugar Sweet. In 1954, Mozart Amadeus was born and he sang, Rock Me, Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Stop it. 1984? Something like that. William Randolph Mozart was born. I didn't say that. You did. You're mixing me up, kid. Probably the fumes from your breath. Knock it off. Do you mind if I finish, please? Yeah, I do. Get out of here. I said, rock me, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Amadeus. Get out. Up yours, Adeus. What'd you say to me? You heard me. Up yours, Adeus. Up yours, Adeus. Up, up yours. Up, get out of here. Sh- sh- sugar, sweet. Shit, get out. Hello, boys and girls. This is Harland Williams, and you're listening to the Harland Highway. Now it's time to unroll your mats and lay down on the floor. It's nap time, boys and girls. Lay down quietly and picture a big empty field with an apple tree in the middle of it. Now zone in on one of the branches. Now move in closer on one of the leaves. Now zone in right on one of the little apples dangling there. You're laying underneath it, staring up. Your eyes are getting heavy. You're just about asleep. 
when suddenly a big, hairy, greasy monkey jumps on the branch and shakes the apple, and it falls right in the middle of your forehead and hurts like ass. Ow! Stupid monkey. I was trying to have a nap, man. I got a bruise right between my eyes where that damn apple hit me. Ow! We'll try again tomorrow for nap time, boys and girls. Here, on the Harland Highway. Watch out for greasy monkeys. <laughs> what is it about the words greasy and monkey put together that make me laugh? I don't know. I just don't know, but I like it. Greasy monkey. Everybody likes a greasy monkey. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad we did the nap time right at the end because now the show is over. And that will help you, like, drift off into a sleep. Hello? Wait a minute. You've been asleep this whole podcast? Hello? Wake up. Hello? What do you mean you've been asleep the whole podcast? Oh, great. Bunch of greasy monkeys. Um, All right. Well, let me make a few quick announcements here. If you want to see the kid live, I will be in Las Vegas June 9, 10, and 11 at the Palms Casino. You can go to harlowilliams.com, click on the uh, stand-up icon, and uh, get right connected to their website. Reserve your tickets now. They usually sell out when I'm at the Palms Casino in Las Vegas. Fun room, great shows. Uh, Don't forget you can pick up the Harland Highway with Stitcher, Stitcher stitcher.com. They have a free app for your cell phone, so you can listen to the Harland Highway. And check out harlowilliams.com. Send me letters there. Uh, check out the store for merch. And you can always call me and leave me a message at 888-500-2090. And that's it, man. Watch out for vehicles. Feng Shui. And everybody, Wang Chung tonight. And until next time, chicken chow main baby. <laughs>